guys, and welcome back to this series on the power of words. We're now in episode four, and this could be one of the most important episodes in this whole series, because I'm going to be talking about two of the most serious, most destructive things that we can ever do with our mouths. This is happening all over the world. It's happening in the body of Christ today. It deeply grieves the heart of God. And of course, I'm talking about gossip and slander. So first of all, let's look at what these sins actually are, and then we'll talk about why they're so serious. So here's a definition of gossip. Gossip is casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. And here's a definition of slander. Slander is the action or crime of making a false spoken statement damaging to a person's reputation. Now, gossip and slander are so common among believers today. But actually, that is not something new, because when the Apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthian church, he told them that he was afraid of what he might find if he visited them. And let's just stop a minute, because when the Apostle Paul says that he's afraid of something, we'd better listen very carefully. This was not a man who was known for being afraid of many things at all. This is the same guy who in Acts chapter 21, everybody was encouraging him not to go up to Jerusalem because they were seriously worried about his safety. And look at how he answered, Acts 21, 13. Then Paul answered, why are you weeping and breaking my heart? I'm ready not only to be bound, but also to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. So if this guy isn't afraid of being thrown in prison and he isn't afraid of death, what is he afraid of? 2 Corinthians 12, 20 says this, for I am afraid that when I come, I may not find you as I want you to be, and you may not find me as you want me to be. I fear that there may be discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, slander, gossip, arrogance, and disorder. And of course, Paul is saying that I might not find you how I want you to be because I don't want to find these things among you. And then he says, and you might not find me as you want me to be. Well, what's he talking about? Well, the Corinthian church do not want Paul to come to them angry, rebuking them and correcting them. But if that's what he finds, if he finds gossip and slander and all of these other things, he has no choice but to rebuke and correct them because God hates gossip and slander. And Paul knows that these things will destroy the people and will destroy the church. And if we think Paul was concerned about gossip and slander, look at what King David said in Psalm 101 verse 5. He said, whoever slanders his neighbor secretly, I will destroy. Now, in the last episode, we looked at how David was a man after God's own heart. And we now know that David absolutely hated slander. 
So at the beginning of this episode, I want to ask you a question. How much do you hate gossip and slander? Is this something that you're willing to entertain in your life and in the lives of those around you? Or is this something that you are actively working to stop doing? Do you realise that the Bible lists slander alongside idolatry, sexual immorality, stealing, greed, drunkenness and adultery and says that those who practice these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And then, of course, it goes on to say, such were some of you. So before you came to Christ, you might have been a slanderer, but now you're a believer. Now you've been transformed by Jesus Christ. There is no place in your life anymore for slander. And I just want to remind you of what slander is again. Slander is the action or crime of making a false spoken statement damaging to a person's reputation. And in Proverbs 10 verse 18, it says, Whoever utters slander is a fool. Why are they a fool? Well, I believe one of the reasons is because the person who slanders another, who says something that is damaging to another's reputation, hasn't understood the blessings that they lose when they slander another person. Look at this in Psalm 15. It's a short chapter, so we're going to read all of it. It's just five verses and it starts like this. Lord, who may dwell in your sacred tent? Now, when you're invited to dwell in someone's tent, you enjoy their fellowship and their hospitality. Uh, You eat and you drink from their provision. And while you do it, you enjoy their protection. So what it's saying is, Lord, who may enjoy your presence, your provision and your protection? And then it says, who may live on your holy mountain? It's saying what kind of person will be able to come close to you, to live a life of intimacy with you. And then it goes on and it says the one whose walk is blameless, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from their heart, whose tongue utters no slander, who does no wrong to a neighbour and casts no slur on others who despises a vile person, but honours those who fear the Lord, who keeps an oath even when it hurts and does not change their mind. Did you see that? It said somebody who when they say they're going to do something, they do it. Who lends money to the poor without interest, who does not accept a bribe against the innocent. And then it says this, whoever does these things will never be shaken. And of course, we know that we can't do everything perfectly. That's why Jesus died on the cross so that we could receive forgiveness. But we are reading here what is important to God. 
the kind of people that God wants to have intimacy with are people who don't slander others. And that's probably why when Paul wrote to Titus and told him to remind the people of some things, he said, remind them, Titus 3 verse 2, to slander no one, to be peaceable and considerate and always to be gentle toward everyone. Now, you might be thinking, but David, what about when other people slander me and say negative things that will damage my reputation? Well, in episode six, we're going to talk specifically about what to do if somebody slanders you, if somebody spreads false information about you that has the potential to harm your reputation. But in this episode now, we're just going to move on to gossip. So let's just look one more time at that definition of gossip. Casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true. Now, I just want you to notice that it said typically involving details that are not confirmed as true. It did not say always involving details that are not confirmed as true. Because some people think that if what they're saying is true, then it cannot be gossip. And I just want to say that what you're saying can be perfectly true, but it can still be gossip. Whether or not it's gossip depends on a few different things that we're going to look at in the next episode. But for now, let me just say this. If the person that you're speaking about is not in the room, and you wouldn't want them to hear what you're saying or how you're saying it, it's probably gossip. And what I've observed is that gossip is ruining many people's lives and actually stealing the fruit that they could be bearing for God's kingdom, and they don't even realise it. Now, why do I say that gossip is causing so much destruction? Well, One of the most precious and most important things we have in this life, I'm sure you'll agree with me, is our relationships with others. And gossip destroys relationships. And the reason for this is that relationships are based on trust and gossip betrays trust. You see, when you share information that somebody else has shared with you in confidence, you are betraying their trust. Betrayal of trust is one of the most painful things that can happen to us in this life. And often, if somebody betrays our trust, we will back off from that person. And sadly, many of you know exactly what I'm talking about because your trust in another person has been broken and you know that that relationship is no longer what it used to be. Now think about this. When a friend of yours has a good relationship with someone else, and you share information with that friend that might make them see that other person differently, you are actually sowing seeds of distrust, which can lead to the breakdown of that relationship. And it's amazing how destructive just a few casually spoken words can be. 
And that's probably why Proverbs 16, 28 says this, a perverse person stirs up conflict and a gossip separates close friends. When we engage in this kind of conversation that separates friends, what we are doing is we are literally operating in opposition to God's spirit and doing the exact opposite of what true love does. Now, I'm going to explain that in the next episode of how true love operates and how someone with true love in their hearts speaks, because we're going to be looking at how we can use our words wisely and how we can live in the way of love in that area. But let me just say this. Gossip divides people and God hates division. And what's really sad is that when a person gets involved in gossip or if they don't know how to handle gossip in the right way, actually they are unable to walk in the blessing that God bestows on those who walk in true unity. And in Psalm 133, it says how pleasant, sorry, how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. And then it goes on to say, for there the Lord bestows his blessing, even life forevermore. So there's a special blessing that God gives when true unity is happening among God's people. But of course, if you allow gossip into your life, instead of the peace and the enjoyment that that rich blessing brings, you actually find that your life is full of drama, full of disagreements, full of conflict, full of pain and offence. Proverbs 18 verses 6 to 7 says, the lips of fools bring them strife, that's disagreements and conflict, and their mouths invite a beating. The mouths of fools are their undoing and their lips are a snare to their very lives. Do you realise what it's saying? It's saying that actually we can set traps for ourselves by the way that we speak. And one of the ways that we do that is through gossip, unconstrained, casual conversation about other people. And if you live like that, sadly, what happens is that you end up with all kinds of problems in your life and probably a long string of broken relationships. And of course, with broken relationships comes a lot of grief and pain. But look at this, Proverbs 26 verses 20 to 22. It says, without wood, a fire goes out. Without a gossip, a quarrel dies down. As charcoal to embers and as wood to fire, so is a quarrelsome person for kindling strife. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the inmost parts. Now, a choice morsel is, is a delicacy that you eat. And it's saying that just as you feel that small piece of food going down into your stomach, so the words of a gossip go deep into our hearts. And of course, once we've received gossip, it's very difficult not to repeat it. And like I said, we're going to look at that in the next episode. But before we get to that, 
If gossip brings so much damage into our lives and relationships, we really need to be asking God to show us who are the gossips in my life? Now, this is difficult because it may be somebody that you love or it may be you. Proverbs 20 verse 19 says this, a gossip betrays a confidence. So avoid anyone who talks too much. And I just want to say to you as we come to the end of this episode, don't be that person that betrays other people's confidence. Be a trustworthy person. Be a person who others can put their confidence in, that they can share something with you and they know that that is not going to reach anybody else. And be careful who you spend lots of time with. It's so important that we continually forgive the gossips in our lives and that we refuse to engage in gossips as in gossip ourselves. But there are times where we need to put boundaries in place and say, I'm not going to spend as much time with that person as I used to, because I can see that their gossip is infiltrating my heart. It's putting poison in my heart. And obviously we need to learn how to deal with that poison, but sometimes it's helpful to separate ourselves a little bit from those people for a season until we've learned how not to be poisoned by the words of others. And I just want to say this, this is something that God's really put on my heart for this episode. If you don't want other people to gossip about you and slander you, remember this that we reap what we sow. Galatians 6 verse 7 says, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. And I really believe that the best way that we can stop other people gossiping about us and slandering us, there are times when other people slandering us is okay. We're going to talk about that in episode six. But the best way that we can stop reaping this is if we stop sowing it. So why don't we just say sorry to God now and ask him to help us rid our lives of the poison that is gossip and slander. So Father, we just want to thank you for your word right now. We want to thank you for the way that your word warns us about the traps that we can set for ourselves in this life. And Father, we just want to say that we are so sorry for the times that we have spoken in a casual and unconstrained way about other people. And we are so sorry for the times where we've we've made false statements that are damaging to other people's reputation. Father, we thank you that you sent your son Jesus on the cross to die for our sins, that we might be forgiven for using our mouths in an unwise way. Now, Lord, we also choose to forgive those who have gossiped and slandered about us, Lord, recognising that we are also guilty of these sins. And Father, would you help us to rid our lives of this poison in Jesus name? Amen. And in the next episode, we're going to look practically about how we can handle gossip and how we can make sure that we don't engage with it, but that we can speak words that are wise words. So I'll see you in episode five.